Welcome! This video contains an introduction, an interview so you can gain deeper understanding of the subject from spirit level, and a group frequency calibration so you can start to clear the frequency distortion patterns around this topic. Enjoy! Hi everyone, my name is Karen Chong and I'm here with my co-host Dennis Kelly. Many people who are watching this likely yearn to feel even more free, and some of you yearn for it really strongly. So today we're going to be talking about the greatest hurdle to feeling free, and that is the frequency distortion pattern of low self-worth or non-deserving. Most people feel like they're not worthy. Worthy of what? Worthy of love, of ease, abundance, being fully who you are, or whatever it is. So we don't feel free because we are running the patterns that we don't deserve more than we have, and therefore our options are limited. So today we're going to be talking about low self-worth and non-deserving, how they can activate the pain body, fuel the inner critic, and keep us feeling stuck. Once we can transcend low self-worth, we can experience more abundance, more love, more expansion, more possibility. So let's jump right in. Dennis? I'll tell you what, Karen, this is really a biggie. Self-worth mm -hmm. and really the opportunity to kind of step back and look at how we feel about ourselves in relation to others. Mm -hmm. So a big question I have for you is, from your perspective, how much impact does that have on me as who I am as a person? Do you mean self-worth? How much impact it has on you as a person? Exactly. So in my work with people, what I would say is that's the greatest wounding that I see with people. It doesn't matter that's who they're probably number one. Probably number one. All the different types of clients you work with. Yep. Self-worth is one that's just, it's kind of a common, common threat. Yeah. The two that are the most common are low self-worth or okay. non-deserving. And the second one is feeling like a victim, which uh -huh. then creates a sense of entitlement. So those are the two distortion patterns that I see the most. And the low self-worth is very, very often a lineage pattern. So it's very often something that we inherit from our lineage that we talked about in a different different video series or different video episode, what I should say. So, so what I... The thing about low self-worth is that if we have it, it always caps what our experience can be. Yeah. Because if we don't feel like we deserve more than a certain amount, it's very hard to exceed it. Because you're always capping here or here or here or wherever it is. So it very, very much influences our experience. So if you don't feel on some level, whether or not you're a very confident person, let's imagine, right? And you feel, okay, well, why do I get stuck in this particular part of my life, whether it's abundance or intimate partnership or health or whatever? Chances are it's because somewhere there is a frequency of low self-worth or non-deserving of having whatever it is that you're striving for. So it impacts us tremendously, tremendously. You know, you know the one thing um, that you said was that you said that quite often it's connected to or related to lineage. Yeah. So no matter what my no matter what my upbringing has been, mm -hmm. no matter grade school, high school, college, whatever that is, mm -hmm. what you're saying is that I could be carrying this challenge of self-worth mm -hmm. with me through my lifetime and never really fully understanding why. Yes, yeah, because uh, your lineage 
Uh, I mean, this is a very common human yeah. thread. Yeah, I can see and that. And so um, it's, it's, it's very, very common. And so likely, yes, you have inherited from your lineage and it has been reinforced in your life somewhere. So you feel like it's just you experiencing life and it is you experiencing life mm. and it's with that filter of low self-worth that you have inherited from your lineage so until we remove that low self-worth pattern it's very difficult to experience abundance freedom yeah. love um, expansiveness fully because we are always capping that experience so and also if we have low self-worth the other challenge that i see in a lot of people is they're always looking externally for validation yeah. Right? because we don't feel like we're enough. And if we are brilliant in and of ourselves, complete in and of ourselves, and then we don't have to look outside of ourselves, and then we're free because we're not looking for external validation. It doesn't matter. That external reflection that we, ha we need to have when we have low self-worth vanishes when mm. we feel complete on a spirit level. You know, what came to me as you were saying that is that, you know, if I... if if I did not know you, yeah. if you know, and the work that you do in removing distortions and helping with those old patterns, you know, chances are I would probably head to the library mm -hmm. and a self-help book, mm -hmm. or you know, maybe if my situation was a little more severe, I might you know take a look at some type of therapy. Yeah, or I you know might you know the pharmaceutical route. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is that with the lineage challenge. Mm -hmm is unless you truly have the ability to release that yeah. distortion, yeah. it could be kind of a very frustrating life. Yeah, because it's still going to appear, no yeah. matter what. So it doesn't matter how much you numb yourself with pharmaceuticals or whatever, yeah. or how much you talk about it. It really is. Not that the therapy isn't valuable, or that I suppose pharmaceuticals, depending on the person, could be useful. But the challenge is the frequency distortion pattern is still there. It's not addressed. It's the source of the problem. So if you don't remove the distortion pattern, it's still going to show up no matter what. Yeah. And it's still you're, and that's why we get, like I'm that's like all you have to do is look at where you struggle. Where you struggle over and over. Like everyone has an area. It doesn't matter how successful you are. Right? And it, it, there is a place where you get stuck. And that typically is where low self-worth will show up. I think for a lot of folks, maybe alcohol is that maybe, you know, I know a situation's coming up. Maybe if I just have a drink, I'll just feel a little bit looser. I'll feel a little more confident. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the situation might be quite a bit better. Mm -hmm. So I think we do a lot of things to try to take a detour yeah. around this self-worth. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people don't want to look at it because it seems like we're, we're weak and we don't know how to get around it yeah. or whatever. And, um, you know, uh, it's, first of all, I just want to say it's very human to be nervous or to have stage fright or whatever it is. And actually, it can be a good thing. Uh, I have that performance anxiety sometimes before I give an event. Mm. And if you can use it as a way to make yourself better and not see it as necessarily a bad thing, it's like, okay, that's going to actually heighten my awareness, my presence, my whatever, my ability to serve in that moment, then it can be a good thing. So it's very human to have nerves. Yeah. And um, so what I would say about um, the, the self-medicating about self-worth is really, and it's oftentimes a way of not being with or accepting that part of yourself, the parts where you don't feel worthy. Yeah 
of whatever it is, whether it's love or ease or whatever it is in your life that you're seeking, but don't feel comfortable because either you struggle to have it, you can't be with it, it seems dark. So this is again that accountability thing of looking yeah. to see where it is that we have this mm, challenge with being with ourselves or accepting that part of ourself is really important. And it's lovely because you can use that it is in that weakness where we, we want to run away from it that shows us, okay, here, there's a challenge here. We need to be stronger here. So if you know that, you can use it as an opportunity to like accelerate forward. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. And you know, I was thinking about previous sessions that we've done, and yeah. we've talked about anxiety, and we've talked about fear. Mm -hmm. And I think we might have mentioned the fact that, you know, for a lot of people, one of their greatest fears mm -hmm. is giving the speech. Mm -hmm. or making a presentation in front of others. Yeah. And so, and that's when that confidence thing is just, it's just on high alert. Yep. And so, uh, when you talked about capping yourself, mm -hmm. chances are I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I have to do that. Mm -hmm. So chances are I don't want the job mm -hmm. that's going to require that. Yeah. Or I don't want to be in a situation where I'm going to be asked to speak or whatever. Mm -hmm. yep. So I see what you mean about the capping part of it. Yeah. So on the other side of the fence, when you work with people mm -hmm. and with the releasing of that distortion, mm -hmm. what what kind of impact or what what are the some of the things that you see or sense or feel around that? Well, it really depends on the individual. Okay. It depends how. Um, it depends how intense the frequency pattern is, how many layers there are of it. So it really depends. But uh, for example, it can be very small, but significant for the person. So I had one client who um, was very, very, uh, had difficulty being at ease even in a party. So she always felt like she was um, like putting on a, like a mask or like a face for someone else. And she was never comfortable, but she went because it was expected of her to go to these gatherings. And um, after a session where we release a lot of self-worth issues, and this is just about comfort with self to a large degree. So once she had that clearing, she wrote me and she said, it's really fascinating. I can be at parties now and I'm at ease. I don't have to pretend to be anything that I'm not. I actually enjoy connecting to people. And so that doesn't sound like to the outside world, oh, that's like huge. it's a big deal. But for her, yeah. that means that she can mm -hmm. actually enjoy herself at a party. And she doesn't have to be anything no. than other than what she is. And she doesn't have to pretend to be something else. Yeah. So that for her was really liberating. So, you know, in that particular, yeah. so it can look like to the outside yeah. world, like it's small, but to the person, it feels really different. So it could be something like that. I have had other clients where they, it gives them the um, catalyst to change jobs, mm. to leave relationships. Because a lot of times we're in relationships because you know we're comfortable there and we don't feel like we're any for a lot of people i'm not saying everybody but for many people they if they have a very low self-worth they feel like oh this is the best i'm going to get and i don't want to be alone so i'll stay with this person which is you know i don't that for, so the not wanting to be alone and i can't get better than that is kind of a mm. double whammy yeah. and so they don't leave so but once we can work on self-worth there comes like oh wait why am i afraid to why am I afraid to be alone? Why am I afraid to, to, to leave? And sometimes it's not even the getting to someone else, but it's just like the space of like being okay with yeah. being by oneself, yeah. which is, you know, in our culture, not, a, not as supported, but still 
it's they're okay with it because they don't care as much about the external societal constraint of you need to be in a couple. They're just like whatever. I'm going to go and have my experience, and I'm going to be how I am, and and this is my journey. And then eventually, what happens is as they rise and do more and more frequency work in terms of their vibrational level, they attract in a better quality oh. partner oh. who does not reflect their um, who I mean who does reflect what I should say a better a higher level of mm. worthiness, mm. right? Because they now feel like they can deserve a, a better match for themselves, whatever that means for yeah. them, you know? So it just changes, it can change everything. Mm. Yeah. It can change everything, yeah. So when you talked about those limitations, yeah. that self-worth could, could trap me mm -hmm. at this lower level. Oh, absolutely. From a frequency or vibrational. Totally, yeah. And it fuels everything from your inner critic like all the stuff that we say to ourselves, like our negative self-talk that we, we don't even sometimes notice that we're saying, you know, that like, I suck, I don't deserve better, why do I feel I can do, do better than that? Like all that, that chatter, which is not productive, helpful, yeah. or yeah. empowering, comes from that place of low yeah. self-worth or non-deserving. I don't deserve better than that, right? And it can really activate the pain body. So our pain body really likes to feed on low self-worth and not deserving, right? Because it causes us more pain. And then when we're in our pain, we like want to cause pain to other people. So it's interesting that it kind of like those two things kind of, you know, activate. And then we can stay stuck because this, as you say, then you don't put yourself in a position where you could go for a different job, where you can have different opportunities, where you can meet different people, where you have different remedies. So it really keeps us in the same place. It's, it's really kind of amazing. What, what I find so exciting about this is the fact that um, I may not understand why I don't have the confidence. Mm -hmm. And so what you're allowing me to understand is the fact that this may not have a lot to do with me. It may come from lineage or it may come from family or you talked in an earlier session about a prior lifetime. Yeah. So the fact that I have this condition or this situation, I shouldn't really beat myself up. Yes, so from the perspective of do, should you judge yourself for it, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But it does have something to do with you because it's running through you. So well, it, is, it is you. Yeah, it's so me. It is and, actually I, and I very need to deal with, with it. Yeah. But at least you gave me a sense of, oh my God, you know, there could be a lot of different reasons yes. why I'm in this condition. Exactly. And so yeah. the, the thing is to take accountability for it, yeah. but not judge yourself and beat yourself up for it. Yeah. Right. So that's the thing, because now you can do something about it, which is really empowering and awesome. And once you start to shift, everything starts to shift around you because all these possibilities open yeah. up. So it's really, it's really, really amazing. You know, that, must, that must really be a lot of fun to work with people and to release those distortions and see that liberation take place. Mm -hmm. I mean, just for people to just, mm -hmm. I mean, their persona, their, you know, who they are and what they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the people around them, like, yeah, what's, what's going on? Not with them. And, you know, I just want to distinguish, it's interesting, because um, you said confidence. So it's, 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 to me, it's not like when you have low self-worth, you're more confident. It's actually... Um, it's not that that's incorrect. To me, it's a different, it's slightly different in nuance. It's more about, it's beyond confidence in a way. Because confidence to me, and this is just my perception, so it's like I feel good, like I can, you know, you know, you can listen, you can do all these self-affirmation, confirmation, like whatever, what do you call those things, like um, self-affirmation statements, whatever, yeah. but you don't truly feel confident. Yeah. So when we remove low self-worth, what happens is we recognize our own brilliance. That's the key. 
When we recognize our own brilliance and we can accept that in ourselves and we start to embody that and we have a sense of completeness and fullness, it's beyond confidence because it's just the way things are. And then you cannot accept a lesser than because it's just, you feel like, why would you tolerate something less than, right? So your, what then comes to you is a much higher resonation because your beingness is so full, it's so complete. And so you're allowing my true essence mm-hmm. to shine through. Yes, and I would say you are too. So yeah. this is not, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's both yeah. of us together. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's both of us together. And I just want to make that clear yeah. because there's so much guru idealization. So we work together to do yeah. this. Yeah, because yeah. the work isn't for yeah. me, it's for you too. I mean, I help yeah. you. Oh, but no, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Accountability. Yeah, accountability. Yeah, it's all o- there. Ownership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you'll fuck. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to just walk in and just give it to you. Yeah, no, I don't want to thank you. Call, call me in an hour and I'll stop back. You know, it's like leaving your car off at the shop. Yeah. You know, it's just like, no, you fix it, I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. no, know, it doesn't it, work like that. It doesn't work like that. No. Yeah. Can, can I ask another question? Sure. You said a little bit earlier, you said, well, you know, when I was asking about releasing these distortions, and uh, you said, well, it kind of, it could kind of depend on the layers. Yeah. Uh, layers. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. So if you go back, so if, for those of you who are new, yeah. go back to the original, um, the original video on frequency fundamentals. So we have um, the distortion patterns are like layers of duct tape yep. around yep. us, like an onion, yep. right? There's a very yep. common analogy of an onion. So layers of duct tape. So what happens is that sometimes the frequency distortion patterns, because the, it's not like it's linear. It's really like a sphere, okay? So they kind of peel away. They peel away. And sometimes there, you have to peel away something else first before you can get to another layer, yep. a deeper layer of the same thing. And yep. our language is sort of limited yep. in how we describe these things. Yep. So it's just another layer that we've gotten to because we've released all this other stuff around, I don't know, like, um, like uh, I don't know, uh, like the fear of, you know, um, uh, or the the fear of um, being abandoned, yeah. or yeah. Um, the uh, distortion pattern of needing to struggle or to work very yeah. hard, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so whatever it is that we've released, now we've gotten to back to another layer of yeah. self worth. So sometimes it's in layers because it's not like I can. It's. I wish we could. We're not at the point yeah. yet we're in consciousness where I can just like pull everything out of people and then no. it's fine no. because it would actually distort them completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's in layers. So the, one of the reasons I asked that question mm-hmm. is because um, you said it's it's quite prevalent, mm-hmm. and so I was wondering is is self worth and is is this one of maybe the outer layers that it's kind of like a starting point for a lot of people is is if we can move through this and then we can kind of start our journey mm. or or no. do you find it it could be anywhere no. along the journey. I mean. It could be, I suppose. Okay. I'm not saying that's incorrect, okay. but from my experience, it kind of uh, shows up along the way. It yeah. shows up. So, in, so in, you don't know. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Could be part of the layers of the layer cake. <laughs> it's just you know a layer of something in there. Yeah. 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 Okay. So oftentimes okay. it's not just a one-off. Okay. Yeah. It's it's interspersed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? 
A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on self-worth. So let's begin by taking three deep breaths together. And please bring your attention, focus, awareness to your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So inhaling for a count of three and holding your breath in for a count of three. Whenever you get there, please exhale for a count of four. And then hold out your exhaled breath or voided breath for a count of four. And whenever you get here for your second breath, you don't have to follow the sound of my voice, just on your own time. Inhale for a count of four and hold your breath for a count of four. And when you're ready, Please exhale for a count of five and then hold out your exhaled breath for a count of five. And on your third breath, please inhale as slowly as you can, and then hold your inhaled breath for as long as you can. And when you feel like you can't hold it in any longer, please hold it for a second longer. And when you get to the exhale, please exhale as slowly as you possibly can. And hold out your exhaled breath for as long as you possibly can. And when you feel like you can't hold your breath out any longer, please Hold it out 
for a second longer. And what we're doing is we're expanding what we think is possible, even in our breath. And whenever you're complete with those three breaths on your own time, you're going to bring your attention, focus, awareness to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. At the very base of it, there's a fleshy point, which is a little sore if you press it. That is your xiphoid process. So bringing your attention here. And breathing normally. And as I wait for the mastermind to gel, for those of you who are new, please note that I will be working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And I'll also be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me hum or exhale sharply or yawn, even though I'm not tired. And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns or move the frequencies around, at least at this point in time. Good. So there's the mastermind. It's just gelled. Continuing to focus on your xiphoid process. Let's ask ourselves the following question. And that question is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep within your body. It has always been here. And it gets brighter more expanded and even more radiant as you become aware of your connection only to pure source. And on my side, I'm helping to increase your natural bandwidth, irrespective of what level you're at.
Good. So now bringing your attention to your entire solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. The first distortion pattern that we're going to clear is fear. And the fear is specifically that of what if I'm really not enough. What happens then? Let's remove this. And bundled right behind this is a frequency distortion pattern. If of mm, what if people actually see this in me? They see that I'm not really all that I pretend to be. So the fear of being discovered, so to speak. All you have to do is breathe into your solar plexus or keep your attention awareness focus on your solar plexus as you breathe. And as a note, for those of you who are new, if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely you. And if I say something that you really react against, like that couldn't possibly be me, it's likely you. So I invite you to be open to that possibility. And now bring your attention to your xiphoid process, that point right beneath your sternum. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next distortion pattern is the fear of your own power. For some of you, it's resistance, depending on the subgroup that you're in. So let's remove this.
you're always afraid of your own power. You'll never step into it. And then you won't be able to claim your brilliance or feel complete on spirit level. So we need to delete this first. We don't need to, but if you want to feel those things, it's required. Alright, so still in the xiphoid process, so still keeping your attention awareness focus on this point, the next distortion pattern is an oversensitivity to others' judgment. So what are they going to think? What are they going to say? If all of a sudden you're different. Or different to them. And now you're going to bring your focus between your belly button and your heart space. The space between your belly button and your heart space. And as you become very aware of this space, removing the distortion pattern of lack of trust in self. So second guessing yourself and then the need to um, have other people's opinion. And then often valuing their opinion 
over your own instinct. Okay, so it's a kind of a, a bundle, bundle there going on of slightly different distortion patterns, but all related. All you have to do is keep your attention, focus, awareness between your belly button and your heart, specifically focusing on the midline. So now you're going to please bring your attention, focus awareness to your lower rib cage, wherever that is for you is perfect. Your lower ribs. So depending on the subgroup that you're in, this is anything from uh, dislike to loathing to impatient with impatience with self. Okay, so a couple of other subgroups, but those are the main ones. So. Let's remove this so you have a little more ease with yourself. And can start to even just accept all of you, even the parts that you don't really love or the parts that you're ashamed of or don't want to look at. Because when we see them, then we can strengthen and change. But if we refuse to look, it's difficult. So, bringing your attention to your lower ribs.
So now, please find the midpoint between your belly button and the base of your sternum, wherever that is for you. That's perfect. And when you find that point, imagine moving into your body from this point. So you're going to imagine dropping into, or moving into, or dissolving into, or flying into, or just being in the center of your body at this point. And please become aware of this space in the center of your body. And just notice if you can be here, or if this is hard for you in some way. And as you're here, in the center of your body, you're going to imagine once again that brilliance from deep within. That starts to get extremely radiant. Extremely bright. And it becomes so expansive that it emanates from the core of you out through the pores of your skin. Fills up the room that you're in. And then expands up into the sky. And for some of you, you can expand beyond the stars. And for a very small number of you, to the very edges of the universes. Very nice. So I'm going to leave you here in the expanded radiance of who you are for as long as you would like. And I look forward to meeting you on the next GFC.